Father, we bless your name. Lift up your voice, saints of God, lifting up your holy hands. Appreciate the name of the Lord. Give him all the praise, give him all the glory. Blessed be your name, O Lord. We magnify your name. Ah, the scripture said, So then it is not of he that wills, nor of he that runs. It is the Lord that show mercy. It is the Lord that showeth mercy. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his goodness. Our Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord God. Jesus, we love you. Holy Spirit of God, thank you for care and guidance. Thank you for instruction. Thank you, O Lord God. Thank you, thank you. The psalmist said in Psalm chapter 34, verse 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him from them all. The Lord deliver him from them all. Father, we thank you. Many were our afflictions. Many were all our challenges, all our problems, the economic system, the government of the day. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise for seeing us through January, February, March, April. Now, today is the 28th day of the month of May, 2023. The month is gradually uh, winding down. And the Lord God has been there with us. The Lord God Almighty has been so faithful. The Lord God Almighty has been so good to us. How else can we ever appreciate you than the way we are doing now? Father, deep within us, we love you. 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 That it's not who we are, it is who you are. You have proved yourself mighty to us in no small way on the highway, at the place of work, Lord, everywhere, in our home. Father, you've done everything for us in our businesses, in our career. How much can we appreciate you? Can we name all these things? We can't actually name them. Why? Because they are innumerable. But the one we can make mention of, the one we can name, is the one we are appreciating you for now. The greatest gifts which a man can ever have, you have given to us as a breath in our nostrils. Father, we love you. We thank you. We have come again today, O oh Lord God, to hear from you. And we pray that you will open our heart to receive your word. Lift up your voice and pray that the word of the Lord will find entrance into your heart. That Psalms chapter 119 verse 130 will be fulfilled in your life. That light will come into your heart. That light will come into your heart. Your heart will be flooded with light. Your heart will be flooded with light. That after this moment, you will not be ignorant of the fear of the Lord anymore. But you become knowledgeable. You become full of wisdom, knowing what the fear of the Lord is to a child of God. Knowing what the fear of the Lord is to a Christian. Knowing what the fear of the Lord is to a believer and a disciple of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. I pray for everyone listening to this podcast, those uh, connected through the internet, those who also downloaded it offline and listening to it, and those of you present here, I pray tonight that First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 will be fulfilled in your life. He said, by stripes we are healed. He bore our pain in his own body on the Calvary tree. Father, Lord God Almighty, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ 
let your power flow now let your power flow now in our midst this afternoon lord let your power flow let your power flow let your power flow let Isaiah 53 verse 6 and 7 be fulfilled here right now be fulfilled here right now be fulfilled here right now as a result of the good report that is coming let blind eyes open let the deaf hear in the name of jesus let the lame walk oh let the deaf hear in the name of jesus let the broken-hearted lord be binded up in the name of jesus let everybody be lifted in the name of jesus father these ones won't go home the same way they came today father everybody will be dropped here today they will be cast under your feet because your servant peter in first peter chapter 5 verse 7 says that we should cast all our cares on you because you cared for us the scripture told us in the book of john chapter 10 that you jesus christ is the good shepherd you are the good shepherd so you cared for us because that is the duty of a shepherd you cared for us your assignment is to care for us your duty is to care for us you, con you are consigned about us that is why we are also saying this hour that all are consigned that is not pleasing to us and to you are lifted to you today are lifted to you today are lifted to you today and we therefore believe that they are settled we believe that they are settled before the end of this meeting everyone listening to this message i will have a testimony to share will have a testimony to share will have a testimony to share to the glory of your name alone on the glory of man or the glory of anybody the preacher the listener anybody but to you alone be exalted god almighty be exalted jesus be elevated holy spirit be magnified in our meeting today father lord take charge in the name of jesus every spirit that is not of the lord that want to intercept in this meeting father i arrest them in the name of jesus i arrest them in the name of jesus and i send them out of this environment i send them out of this environment they are out of this environment in the name of jesus father they are out of this environment they are out of this environment in the name of jesus father be glorified in this meeting holy spirit be glorified jesus i decrease that you may increase Jesus, I decrease that you may increase in our meeting today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. I am delighted to come your way again today. And I believe the Lord God Almighty is going to speak to you and is going to meet your need in this meeting today. In Jesus' name. And the last time we started discussing the message titled, um, The Fear of God. And I gave an introduction to that uh, subject. Because today we are going to continue why we are still on the same uh, subject matter, which is the fear of God. Okay? The fear of God is what we are going to continue with today. But the, 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 the title of this uh, message is the uh, positive effects of of uh, the positive effects of having the fear of God. The positive eff uh, effects of having 
the fear of God in the life of a believer. Praise the Lord. The positive effects, right, of the fear of God in the life of a believer. That therefore means that we are also going to look at the negative aspect as time goes on. Right? Praise the Lord. And please and please join us to make sure that this podcast is shared with friends and family, shared on different platforms so that many will get to hear the word of God from everywhere across the globe. And as you do so, the Lord God Almighty will continue to enrich you, continue to empower you with all the goodness that comes from him alone. In the name of Jesus, share it on Facebook, on Instagram, on Telegram, on the different uh, social media platform that you are in. And let there be an increase. Our goal, our intention, our motive is to depopulate the kingdom of darkness, to depopulate hair and populate the kingdom of God. That is our, uh, that, that, that is our goal. And it has remained the focus. Praise the Lord. So, we are going to be looking at uh, the positive effects uh, of the fear of God in the life of a believer. Right? The life of a believer. Now, let's turn again to the book of Job, chapter 28. Job, chapter 28, verse 28, the last verse. We have um, 28 verses there. Job, Job, Chapter 28, verse 28. I'm going to be reading from two translations, which is the Living Bible and the Old King James Version. Okay? The Living Bible and the Old King James Version. So, whichever you have, whether the King James Version or um, the Living Bible, I'm going to be using the two. Okay? Whichever one you choose to use, I'm going to be using the two just to uh, make sure that we have a better understanding and a balanced message. Okay? All right. Because um, this uh, Bible are speaking the same thing, but with a different um, translation. Okay? We thank God for technology. That is one of the good side, among many other good side of making use of technology. So we read with different translation. You know, today... You don't really have to go with your traditional Bible. That's your hard copy Bible everywhere. You can have more than two, three, four, five translations inside your phone. As far as you have a smartphone, you can download it from the place, Google Play Store. And in the twinkle of an eye, it's inside your phone. You install it and you can have the Bible in your pocket. Everywhere you go, you can have different translations at the same time. Okay? We thank God for technology. So, let's uh, start with the Old King James Version, first of all. Um, Job chapter 28, verse 28. I'm going to go through what uh, we mean by the fear of God again and again. And if you have not listen, listened to the, 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 the podcast I released the other day, which is Introduction to the Fear of God, please do uh, well to listen to that um, message because this one you are going to be hearing is a follow-up on the on the teachings on that particular episode praise the lord all right let's go now job chapter 28 verse 28 and unto man he said 
And unto man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Again, I read it. And unto man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. So anyone that has the fear of God is somebody who has wisdom. Somebody who does not fear God or does not have respect for God is a foolish man. Praise God. And to depart from evil is understanding. All right. Now let's look at um, the Living Bible. But I said I'm going to be reading with the Living Bible too. Um, the Living Bible. I'm going to read from that same particular book of Job, chapter 28, verse 28. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this is what he says to all mankind. Look, to fear the Lord is true wisdom. To fear the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is re-understanding. I love that. Is re-understanding. And this is what he says to all mankind. Look, to fear the Lord is true wisdom. So, if there is true wisdom, there is also a false wisdom. That is wisdom that is not re. That is a counterfeited wisdom that claims to be fearing the Lord, but is not fearing the Lord. Of course, we have that in the world today. We have that in the world, but they are devilish kind of wisdom. Hallelujah. Then let's look at um, Proverbs chapter Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Now, I love to read this scripture again and again. Proverbs chapter 7, chapter 1, rather, verse 7. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You see, the first one was a wisdom. That any man that claim to fear God of a true is a man of wisdom. And here in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7, he's saying the same thing again, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And the application of knowledge is wisdom. And the application of wisdom is understanding. Because you can only, uh, uh, you can only teach or you can only live by what you have been taught. And not only that you have been taught, but from the understanding you have gained from what you have been taught. So, if I say, I have knowledge of this thing and of that thing, and I should, I, I should be able to apply it. So, my ability to apply it shows that, indeed, I am a person of wisdom. I am a man, I'm a woman, I'm a boy or a girl of wisdom and knowledge. So if I claim to have the fear of God and I am not operating thereby, it therefore shows that I do not yet have the fear of God. Because if I have the fear of God, 
I will certainly understand what the Lord loves and what the Lord hates. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm talking to believers here. Praise the Lord. So, we can only live by what we understand. We can only apply into our lives on a daily basis what we have come to what? Understand. So, the fear of the Lord means that you have knowledge, you have wisdom, and also that you understand what the boat represents. Hallelujah. Let's continue the reading. It says, but, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. You see the word there. It's coming. Despise what? Wisdom. And it said it's only the fool. Those who claim to have the fear of God or who do not have at all. The Bible called them fools. So fools are those who lack knowledge. That is, they don't know. Okay, so something you don't know, you will remain a, an ignorant person in that particular uh, feed, in that particular area. So we can say there are many fools in the world today because why? They do not have the fear of God. So it's only fools that do not have the fear of God. And in church at times, we also have fools who do not have the fear of God, but claim to have the fear of God. So... Their wisdom is not true wisdom. Because if they were having the true wisdom, they should have the fear of God in their hearts. Why? It's from the scripture I've read to you. Hallelujah. And look at our scripture again. Let's look at it using the, the living um, Bible. The living Bible. I hope you are gaining something from this meeting today. I believe the Lord God Almighty will move and move around this meeting today to bring your testimony forth in the name of Jesus. Now, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Look at what the scripture says here. It says, how does a man become wise? The first step is to trust and reverence the Lord. Then he moved further to say, only fools refuse to be taught. You see, only fools refuse to be taught. Why? Because the fear of the Lord is the instructions of the Lord. The last time I'm talking about obedience. Obedience is part of the fear of God. So the person you claim to have the fear of is the same person that you must also what respect and obey his instructions. So you can claim to be a believer who have the fear of God and not do what the Lord says you should do. I'm still laying the, 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 the foundation from my previous teaching. So, fool is that man, for example, who says there is no God. The psalmist said, it's a fool. foolish is the man who says there is no God. So, a man that says there is no God is a fool. So, uh, as a matter of fact, such a man does not have the knowledge of God. So, we believers must also be careful to, uh, must also be careful not to look like those who are outside the church. Who are outside the church that have the belief by saying that it is with my heart I believe God, I don't have to go to church. As far as I'm not doing evil to any man or woman, I will still make it to eternal life. But I won't come to church because I, it's with my heart. As far as my heart, my conscience is clean, I, I, I'm not fornicating, I'm not stealing, and all those stuff. They think that they have, they have it all. 
but unknown to them that they are still operating in ignorance. We have many of them today. Okay? They will tell you that they have the fear of God. They have the fear of God, but they have refused to walk, join themselves with what? The household of faith. They have refused to join themselves with a Bible-believing church. You see? And the scripture says we should not forsake the what? The, 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 the assembly of believers. So there is a necessity for us to mean from time to time. Why? As a day draw near, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ draw near. Well, especially in a time like this, when there's a lot of chaos in the world, there's a lot of turmoil, of upheavals, economic downturn, and a lot of things that are happening. You know, shortages of farming, the world, shortages of finances, all across, all across the globe today, insecurity everywhere. We need each other more today than ever before. So, that man who says is with his heart alone, he believes and he never comes to church, never join other believers, never go to any Bible-believing church. He's a fool. Yes, of course, the scripture says that with the heart, with what we believe. And with the mouth, confession is made to what? Righteousness. That's Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. You see? But if you indeed believe, you must make a move to go to a place where you can hear the word of God. And that place is the church. And the church is the body of believers. Not the building, but those who are inside the building are the church. So why am I teaching the fear of God today? Because I know that many are in church who do not have the fear of God. Also go against the instructions that comes from the altar, that comes from the servant of God, or that God also gave to them personally through his word, through vision, dreams, and other wills he have chosen to uh, give instruction and reveal himself to people. We have been victims. Believers have been victims. Um, in so many areas, and we will see continue to be victims, not until we come to the full realization of what the fear of the Lord God is. So the fear of the Lord God can simply be put as the wisdom, knowledge, respect, and reverence for the Lord. Doing what he says you should do, and doing those things, uh, and refusing to do those things which he says, you should not do, okay? Not doing the things he says you should not do and doing the things which he says you should do. Never going against his will for your life, but doing what his will for your life is. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty will open our eyes to be able to understand this message and operate and live by God's fear. Praise the Lord. Now today, I said the positive uh, effects of the fear of God in the life of a believer is what we are going to be looking at. Now, let's uh, turn to the book of, um, turn with me to the book of uh, Psalm. Still in the book of Psalm. I'm going to be reading from Psalm 128. Right, Turn with me to Psalm 128. I'm going to be reading from the translations too. We have, um, I think, about six or five verses there. Psalms 128. We have like six verses there. I read from verse 1. Blessings on all who reverence and trust the Lord, on all who obey Him. 
Their reward shall be prosperity and happiness. Verse 3, your wife shall be your wife shall be contented in your home. And look at all those children. There they sit around the dinner table at, as vigorous and healthy as young olive trees. Verse 4. That is God's reward to those who reverence and trust him. May the Lord, verse 5, the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys. This is the last verse. I'm reading from the Living Bible now. May you live to enjoy your grandchildren and may God bless Israel. Now let me read from the... Um, the old King James Version, and I'm going to stay with that one dead now. The old King James Bible. Okay, what makes them hold is just the translation. The present day language, um, English terms, language that is being used. Okay, let's take it from verse 1. Um, Psalm 128, from verse 1. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord that worketh in his way. So one of the positive effects, the impacts and the benefit that you will enjoy as a child of God when you live by the fear of God is his blessings. Is his what? His blessings. The blessings that was upon the life of Abraham, our father, that was upon Isaac and also was upon Jacob. Abraham was a man who feared God. When the Lord said, leave your father's house, a place I'm going to show you. Abraham never knew where he was going. But by instruction that the Lord gave, he went. By the fear of God in his heart. In the in, acting in obedience, he left. So you enjoy the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord include the grace of God. He said, The Lord God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly world, places in Christ Jesus. It's Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. He has blessed us. So the blessings in, in, include long life. The blessings include prosperity. Financially, materially, in your handwork, and in every area of your life. All that you can ever read from Deuteronomy chapter 1, chapter 28, from verse 1 to verse 13, is the blessings of the Lord. It talks about you being the head and not the tail. You being prospered in the city, and in everything you lay your hands to do that you prosper. These are the blessings of the Lord. In your body, the blessings, the fruitfulness of your body. So the first thing you enjoy is the blessings of the Lord. And the scripture told us that the blessings of the Lord that make a man rich is not by his own struggling. A mother enjoys the blessing of the Lord does not necessarily need to go through a series of pain physically before he becomes a blessed man. A blessed man is man who something is working out for without even having to labor for those things. But because of the favor of God have located him. So the blessing of God also includes the favor of God, the glory of God, the riches of God, the power of God, the dominion 
of God that is at work in the life of a believer. Divine exemption from every attack and from every calamity. So number one is blessing of the Lord, the blessings of the Lord. Then if you look at verse, you say, For thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. Happy shall that be, and it shall be well with thee. The works of your hand, you see, the works of your hand, which also include the blessing. Secondly, said the works of your hand will be blessed. That is, your labor will be fruitful. That is, those who have the fear of the Lord, not only are they going to enjoy the blessings of the Lord, they are also going to enjoy the fruits of their labor. I love this scripture so much. When I came across this scripture some time ago, I said, there is need for me to teach using this scripture on the fear of God. Many of us believers are in church and are breaking the instructions, the rules and regulations laid down in the word of God. I will think we can have our way. We can't be blessed in such manner. We can't be favored in such manner. We can't see the glory of God in such manner. We can't operate in his blessing in that way. He said he will bless your labor. Oh, Lord God, you will bless our labor as you teach our heart to have the fear of you. Every day, Lord God Almighty, you will bless our handwork. Whatsoever we find to do with our hands, oh Lord, you will be blessed. Our labor will be blessed. Our labor will be blessed. Physically, spiritually, materially, academically, Lord, they will be blessed. They will be blessed. Oh, they will be blessed. You will be blessed in your handwork. You listening to me today. You will be blessed in your handwork. You will prosper in your handwork. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is the need of coming to the house of God and not being, a, and not being blessed in your labor? They come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Praise God. So there is rest here. Rest, we said, I will, I, will, I will bless the labor of your hand. That labor of your hand is rest. That is enjoying rest in the hand of God. He said to the children of Israel, I said, walk for six days, and the seventh day shall be an hallowed day, a day consecrated for the Lord. The Lord was not doing it for himself. He was doing it for them so that they should rest, so that they will come to know that it is not their labor from Monday to Friday that have kept them alive, that without even walking, the Lord is rich enough to provide for them. I therefore pray for you today that from this moment onward, you will not only rely on your strength again, but you rely solely in the strength of the Lord to help you through all the journey of your life in the name of Jesus. And from today, your eyes will be open, your heart will be open, your mind will be open to understand what the Lord is able and capable of doing if only we have His fear at heart. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is helping us. Now let's continue. Number three. It said, Thy wife shall be a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. <laughs> Meaning, you are going to prosper materially. House, cows, they are all material things. We are not taking any of them out of this place. But what gives you guarantee into having all these things as a believer 
is that you must command the fear. The fear of God is everything from Genesis to Revelation. There is no man that ever became a great man in the scripture that ever amounted to anything worthwhile that wasn't with the fear of God at all. Name them. Starting with Abraham. Man who feared God. Isaac and Jacob. Joseph. Daniel. Esther. They, they all had the fear of God. How about Jesus' disciples? They had the fear of God. They had the fear of God. How about David? David had the fear of God. I by Zechariah have the fear of God. I by Nehemiah, they all have the fear of God. Ezra had the fear of God. You see. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, why many are complaining that their wife is misbehaving today in the world? Because they in the world are supposed to be having that problem. But those in the church are not supposed to be having the type of problem that the world is having in their marriage. Why? This scripture show it to me. It said that wife shall be a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. Me, your wife is going to be fruitful all around. Whether in her body, in the business, anything that she's doing, she's going to be what? Fruitful. Why? Because your household have the fear of God. Lord God, teach your people to fear you genuinely from their hearts. That is, this is the kind of woman that won't give you problem. The woman that won't give you problem comes from the Lord alone. And she can be found by you if only you fear the Lord. So the Lord will spare you from the daughter of Jezebel if you have this fear in your heart. Now he said that children like only plants round about that table. So these are not children. You see, only tree is tree that prosper. Is a tree that cannot be hindered. Is a tree that oil continues to flow out from. It's a well-watered tree in a well-watered garden. So your children will be well-watered. That is to say, you won't spend money on drugs. It will be well with your household. That is what number three is talking about. One, we said the blessing of the Lord will be there for you. Then you, the labor of your hand will, will, will flourish. Then thirdly, your household will be established in peace, rest, and quietness. And you will spend your money on sicknesses, diseases, and affliction. And all the things that the world is spending their money on. Why? Because... You have command your house after the fear of the Lord. And you, yourself, live by the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. We must have to fear the Lord God and not. Yes. We must have to fear the Lord God and not. Number four. Now look at this, look at this verse four. He said, Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. You see, number four. Number four, now say, so will it be upon the man that fear the Lord. Number four simply means that it will, the will of the Lord will be perfected in your life. That's what it means. 
the will of the Lord will be perfected. One, there is the blessing of the Lord. Two, there is the fruitfulness of your hand. Work, you won't labor in vain. You won't struggle like an elephant and be eating like ant. You won't work and be putting in, 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 in a, in a, in a pothole. You won't work and be spending it uh, on things that you are not supposed to be spending on. Then number three, we, we said your household will prosper. Then Proverbs chapter 31 will be fulfilled concerning your house. Your household to be fulfilled. What else are we looking for in this world? Is it not peace, rest, and quietness? They are in God. They are in Christ. If only we can fear God enough. And I told you what the fear of the Lord is the other day. I've told you again today. Hallelujah. Look at verse 5. I said, The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of the life. Number five is that the Lord will prosper you in everywhere you go. Now that takes us to Psalm chapter 24. It said, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. That is anywhere your soul tread upon. You prosper there. You prosper in that place. You prosper in that in that place. Wherever your soul, the soul of your feet tread upon. You prosper in that place. Why? Because the Lord have commanded your blessing there. Even while it is tough for other people, the Lord have commanded your blessing there. Why? Because the profit of the earth is for all. And that all means those in church specifically that have the fear of God. Why? Because the operation of the world is different from the operation of the church. So we will never pattern our life uh, after theirs. Why? Because they have alternative. They don't have the fear of God. They don't know anything about God. But we have the knowledge of God. We have the fear of God. So we have no alternative. We have no alternative. I tell you today, in this world, I have no alternative. Outside my God, I have no alternative. That's why every day I pray. I do all I can to make sure that I get to know Him better. Because not until you know God better, you won't be able to benefit him from benefit anything from his kingdom, from his from his hand, from his word. Just since you are reading in the scripture, will just be like reading a textbook. But the fear of the Lord is a breakthrough into his blessings. Praise the Lord. And look at verses. Yes, thou shalt see thy children's children, and peace be upon his strength. Now, what it therefore means is this that you will enjoy long life. That's number five. Okay, number five means that you work, you enjoy long life. Long life become your work, your portion. You enjoy long life. What else do we need in this world other than living to see our children children? What can ever what what more can give uh, a man or a woman who are of age? See their children, children. What more can be equated in this world to that? When you see your children flourish, when you can when you can have your own children, children. Concerning Jacob, the scripture said he lived to see the fourth generation. Concerning Job, as well, it said Job lived to see the fourth generation of his children. So you also live to see the fourth generation of your children. Your children, children. The one you give birth to, we give birth to other ones. You see? 
You have grandchildren, you have great grandchildren. That you don't you don't just die when you are supposed to blossom. You don't just die when you are supposed to be fruitful. You don't just die when you are supposed to excel. But you become fruitful and enjoy all the things that the Lord has prepared for you. Now, concerning Moses, Moses lived to see generations. First, second, third, and fourth. And the scripture uh, said concerning him that it was 120 years. His natural strength never did abated. Oh, God Almighty. Why? He daily lived by the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. If you, are, you don't have the fear of God, you don't know anything. If you don't have the fear of God, you don't have wisdom. If you don't have the fear of God, you don't know anything yet, though you are in the church. So it's a prerequisite. One of the prerequisites, the major prerequisites for benefiting this kingdom, if not the everything. Because obedience is in the fear of the Lord. Faith is in the fear of the Because you see the word there, it told us that it's trust, absolute trust in God. So those who fear God, trust in Him alone. Hallelujah. May the Lord God help us in the name of Jesus. So if we do all this, we have the fear of God, I'll live by it daily. You find these things that we have read about in Psalm 128 begin to find expression in your life. Let's appreciate God for His word to us today. Father, thank you. Blessed be your name. Be exalted forever and ever. Abba, Father, we pray this hour and ask that our heart be open to receive your word as He has come, not just now alone, but continuously. We be not hearers alone, but also doers of your words. Doers of your words. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. Continue and pray always that the Spirit of God will lead you to have the fear of God continuously. In Jesus' name. Till I come your way again next time to maintain the fear of God. And I want to use this medium again to tell each and every one of you listening to this podcast on and offline that you help us publish these messages everywhere. Share it on different social media platforms, Facebook, on Telegram, on Instagram, on WhatsApp, and lots more. So that the word of God will be elevated and Christ will be magnified across the surface of the earth. Thank you, O Lord. Blessed be your name. So next time we are going to be looking at the negative effects. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Till I come your way again next time, remain blessed in every aspect of your life. In Jesus' name. God bless you.